Freedom Music Festival was a fundraiser for Hope Sussex Community, CIC, a home education project that is trying to offer support and community to parents that have had the foresight to take their children out of the indoctrination system. Um, we achieved an incredible event uh, in July with this Freedom Music Festival. It was one of the happiest events I think I've ever taken part in and attended. Uh, the volunteers were amazing. The teamwork was incredible from both volunteers and the performers. And everyone who attended and came to the event wanted to bring a really high vibe and wanted to celebrate after having such a grueling two years. Um, we have some wonderful montages of the wonderful memories and we hope that they bring back that amazing vibe and feeling that you all had when you were, you were there attending the event. Please enjoy. Saturday, we've got two new guys to interview. Um, I was told to definitely use the word awesome with regard to their music. <laughs> so welcome. And I believe your music is awesome. Absolutely. Come on, who, who, <laughs> who am I talking to? Because my brain is scrambled. I've talked to so many people today. I've been, right. I've been out talking to people. I've done some little uh, audio interviews myself. I've talked to quite a few of the other people to, um, playing music. Who are you guys? So we're Hollowbone, um, Ant and Adam. Okay. If you'd like to see the pun in that, 
Or yeah. Adam and Adam in the end. <laughs> and we're missing Toby. Um, yeah. He had to fly off at about five this morning back to Cornwall to do a, another gig. Flew. That was the, that was the sensible decision. Well, no, I flew what... in a car. Oh right. Oh <laughs> yeah. god. Right. That's why I left. It's why I left at five because yeah. that's unbelievable. The roads. It was nine yeah. hours. It's been, been bad. So where where have you guys come <clears> from then? Um, I live in Oakhampton. Yeah. And I'm just south of Bude. Okay. I can answer yeah. these questions. I can answer that. even like, though I'm so running for, on vapor. I'm <laughs> so for the international audience, we're talking about the very southwest of UK, and what we're all complaining about is the traffic this weekend has been a nightmare. Yeah. So okay. okay. So how how long have you been together in the band? When did you join, Adam? Um, I joined sort of what nine uh, ten months ago, or was it a year? No, it's not that long, is it? Not that long. Mm. I've been. You guys were. Well, maybe you want to say. Yeah, well, Toby and I. The, the guitarist is not here. Um, yeah, we've been together for for a while. Like we we had a four or five piece that we were trying to make work. And then of course COVID happened and lockdowns and and then lots of searching for other musicians and. So uh, have you guys come together because of COVID and lockdown? N- or, no, or not you would. Right. No, Hollowbone was a th- Hollowbone originally was a three-piece semi-acoustic, but I was craving bass. I wanted a bigger sound, and we were advertising for bass players, um, like we were for drummers. This is this is back in the day, and 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 no one. And it wasn't until the band um, disbanded, and then Toby was there on the. He'd been on my doorstep the whole time. The drum, uh, dr- the, the bass drum. player. Oh, the bass player. Right, He's yeah. actually playing guitar in our setup now, but he started as bass. Um, he gets a big sound, doesn't he? Because he splits between the his guitar amp and a bass a bass amp. So he's got a splitter, so it's got a big full sound. But he's yeah, he's super talented. He's a He's a pro. He's a pro musician. But you guys, you guys were jamming together through lockdown, weren't you? Yeah. So me and Toby just kept on going, and so by the end of lockdown, we were able to do a couple of festivals and a a few gigs, and uh, that was lovely. So, so so what sort of festivals were those then? There's um, the Little Orchard Festival down in um, near Truro. So this sort of size, or no, it's much bigger. Yeah, much bigger. Thousands of people there. And uh, we were on the BBC presenting stage. He's mentioned. Whew, I'll just say. <coughs> Sorry about that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> do we do we cut this? Here <laughs> or not? Uh, Damn! Should have gone through a list of safe words. Okay. <laughs> um, so, so that was great. But Toby was having to play um, an electronic kick drum and play guitar. And uh, and, we, and we wanted something a bit, yeah. We just wanted more depth to it. Um, what's the two-piece so what, band who've got the, the drums in? And <laughs> got the drums in. I'm trying to think of that. We we used to get compared to them quite a bit. And um, what 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 do you call the bass? Uh, no, I don't use the word bass. What is the sound overall? How the style, the genre of your music? Sort of like indie, funk, rock, dance. Yeah, it's, it's it's a great fusion because the conduit is rock. I've never been in a rock band, so it was like great fun. But uh, hmm. but we really love we really love dance stuff. We really love the Jacksons, um, you know, the old black exploitation things, Motown. Wow, 
Um, I was chuffed to find that out when I saw his, his Michael Jackson T-shirt. Yes. <laughs> Do you want to give us a flash? Sorry? Have you got the T-shirt on? Actually, he's wearing it now, yeah. yeah. Oh, get it up. Who's bad? Oh, well. But it's a good, it, I, I like it as a conversation piece because most people don't realise he was about to liquidate Sony before he died. Yeah. So it's always good to He was definitely trying to do something, wasn't he? He was definitely, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's, it's nice. But also a lot of people seem to think that there's some kind of challenge of trying to find out the truth with his image. So mm. it's an interesting image. It's not as great as the album by a long shot, but it's an interesting image. Yeah. Anyway, why are we talking about Michael Jackson? Because uh, it's, it's good. We're getting you all over the place. Yeah. It's, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so the music is, there's a lot of dance going on in, in the rock music. Mm. You know, I, lo I love Jamiroquai as well. So. Same, yeah. And I've always been a funk drummer or prog and psychedelic and funk. And um, During lockdown, for me in Kent, I just said to a bunch of musicians, because my band fell apart. I was in the band for 12 years in Kent fell apart because of a divide over COVID. So um, I just said to a bunch of people, let's just spend lockdown learning and playing functions. And we did. Right. So I really learned how to play the pocket and I think it helped coming to you guys. Yeah. Um, Some, something I've learned out of, of talking to, to the other guys about what they've been doing is that we, we won't know names, but some of them said there were problems. They've had problems in the band between people I'm going to use the horrible phrase awake and not awake. So you're playing good music with people, you get on with them. But, you know, if you go too far in questioning some of the stuff going on around you, that causes problems in the band. Mm. Have you guys all been on one, on one level? Same page, yeah. Yeah. Same page, yeah. yeah. Well, that's how I met them because I was at a home, home ed meetup in Cornwall. We'd met these people who had started a, a home ed meetup at someone's house during lockdown. Yeah. Um, so we got introduced to them and started seeing them, my family, I've got three children. And um, I started saying, I, th I thought I'd sacrifice playing drums all together. I'd come from Kent, I gave everything up, I live in a yurt in, in, in yeah, Dartmouth yeah, now. Yeah. And they were like, oh, there's this couple of switched on guys that are looking for a drummer, <laughs> which was him and Toby. So I just sent this email and it uh, turns out I was more wacky than you guys were. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, uh, so a couple of the other people have said the drummers are always the trouble, always a problem in the band. Right. I don't know much about bands. Well, that's the what they why, said. I'm the reason why we're yeah. here. So maybe. Really? Maybe yeah. we're in the band in trouble. Yeah, because <laughs> I watch I watch UK Colin when I can. Yeah, well, that's, that's your big mistake. That's, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but Katie Jo found the band. She, as soon as I showed it to her, she was just like, this is great. So she was a really big fan immediately of just yeah. the small content we got online. So we hardly got anything, just a few live tunes. Right. And have you had a good reaction here? Great, yeah. It's been good, but yesterday there was there was not very many people, mm. huge problems with the sound. So today it would have been great to play because right. the vibe is happening. But yesterday yeah. it was it was uh, a lot wetter than that. But yeah. people said they really liked it. We had a hard time trying to play with the sound, but... Um, yeah, it was really a real struggle on stage, but apparently the sound out the front was good. Apparently they liked it, yeah. Yeah. Oh, we've had tons, yeah. Well, the thing is, every gig we've done, we've had yeah. lots of people coming out of their way, you know, people with music backgrounds and stuff, saying positive stuff about our performance and our, you know, yeah. our music, which is great, but it's so frustrating because we're finding it so hard to get gigs. Yeah. It doesn't right. seem to, to tally. So and more of this is... is 
it's got to be good, isn't it? Yeah. At the end of the where, wherever it's happening in the country, okay, this this one's happening up here with Katie Jones stuff, but it's it just seems to me getting people together, they're socialising, they're camping, they're having a good time, and you got the music. This is a great combination. Well, there's also a political message, but it's a good yeah. combination. Hmm. The thing is, it's yeah. tricky though because you're dealing with licensing still for events, and that a lot of people. Yeah, a lot of the, what what's going to be interesting is seeing how people move around that, like they're moving around mortgages, council tax, yeah. DVLA. So a lot of people are going to start to try and see how they can do these li with license-free events. I mean, look at what Jam for Freedom do; they just walk up and play on in in public parks. Yeah, they don't book a license. So he reckons that the future is just for people to go out busking. Yeah, interesting. Our conundrum is it's a big venue sound. How do you try and do that? What are we chasing? We're not getting anywhere with promoters and venues, or very not very far. There was a guy that's really enjoyed us in the Exeter. But why? Why do you think you're not getting that response? Well, exactly. It's, it's you don't know. It's trick. What's tricky is when you when you're in a band, you end up just chasing this carrot on the stick a lot of the time. So we all made a pact that we weren't going to do that anymore. Try and move away from using Facebook. Try and just play, and people hear about it, and they want to see. Right. It. Wow. Um, so I got in touch with Karen of the Freedom Network to see if I could organise a tour of all the Freedom Hubs <clears throat> on, on her network. But most of them are despondent and apathetic and not answering emails at all. So she's doing her Uprise and Shine conference in Glastonbury in September, which we're going to play at, mm. which would just yeah. be like a PA and a marquee. But I want to figure out that like, what are we chasing? Where can people put us on in places? What because yeah. because we want to be an act that helps inspire people to get through this crazy. Right. Time. So so you're talking to an audience at the moment. We hope it's gonna be big where this goes out. Right. So what do you want to tell? What can the, the audience do? Tell the camera what the audience can do to help you guys get the right venue and the the right invitations. Well, firstly, just see if you like the band. Mm. So, so where, do, where do they go for at that? At the moment, it's just YouTube, but I'm going to upload it to Odyssey. Right, but let's detail. What, what are they going to look for so on YouTube? I, if you type Hollowbone Band, I think you're going to get it. Mm. Otherwise, it's just a ridiculous URL. Right. If you go to the, the website, um, then it, which is hollowbone.live, um, that does have the links to SoundCloud. and oh, Sorry, yeah. So right, so, so, but you okay, so we can get that up on the this video clip, so we get the details of that. Cool. And then you're saying to people, have a listen to us, and then what they're going to do, be trying to create an event like this, or suggesting a venue. Or... Yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm, I, what I want to do is see if, um, so with Campbell on one side with Jam for Freedom is he's got a network of places to bust the uh, stand in the park sort of crew and all of that yeah. stuff. I wanted to see whether it was possible that people who had venues or the promoters that were really down with that. Because the problem mm. is, it's really hard to make any kind of money with original music. That's the really tricky thing. So venues, we, we don't know whether we're, we should stop trying to chase that. How, how do we go forward? So maybe just people could get, get in touch with advice. They mm. know good place, even if it's just that they want to book the band for a house right. party. We yeah, can certainly right. rock, rock parties, but... The essence of the band is to really just help people through individual growth, but with a really 
awesome throwback 90s sounding <laughs> funky fucking <laughs> thing so, awesome so yeah yeah, yeah awesome, great yeah. So, but, so yeah we'll see where it goes yeah and that that last point feels quite strong for all of us i think is we certainly don't want to create more division and separation through our lyrics the lyrical content um and it is more about creating change you know holding the line but within the self as well and yeah so so yeah i mean i i really appreciating playing here and playing to an audience that's resonant with what we have to say yeah yeah it's got a nice atmosphere yeah, yeah. well i'm going to say great guys it's really interesting and Cheers, we'll get that get those details out for the audience and let's see whether we can get some people doing some stuff for yeah. you. Yeah, nice. Cool. That was good. Thanks. Thank you. Okay. It, can I say, it's also Hollowbone Live on Facebook as well. We do actually have a Facebook page. Right. <laughs> we see you on but, Facebook. Well, I could plug my own platform. I know, I know you made a mistake there. We would, we'll, we'll, we'll cut the BBC because that's not exactly the way to win friends in this <laughs> yeah. environment. But I'm yeah. sure the rest of it, we can get we yeah. can get all the contact well, details out. I, I, I would have refused if I was in the band. You know, the band got booked to play a Ukraine fundraiser. All right. Yeah. Wow. And I just yeah. said no. Yeah. So I was already the troublemaker in the yeah. band. Yeah. So we can't do that. Well, we researched it a bit, didn't we? And, oh, and I it said, got where's but the it's, going? it's yeah. a sad thing, and it, it's a sad thing overall, isn't it? Because because Ukraine's in such a mess, and there's so many people suffering in that country, and yet you can't you can't sort of support Ukraine because you're supporting the mess that we've created, and it's well, it, it's it's tricky. There's actually. all sorts of words I like to use, but I probably shouldn't on camera. It's a mess. We actually, we actually yeah. come close to playing it because I said, find out if they're sending the money to the DEC or for what, what they're yeah. doing with the money. Turns out that they were going to spend the money on tampons and tin food and then drive it to the border. Right. A group of them. So I was like, all right, yeah, people were pretty stuffed there. Okay, so we sort was, of did that, and then the poster that came out was just grueling, and I think Toby just immediately got back and said, "Nope." Yeah, <laughs> right. I couldn't yeah, believe it, was, it when yeah. I saw it. It was crazy. Yeah. It was um, military dress theme. Military dress theme, and a prize to the best military dress. Wow! So it was bizarre. Really, it was really tricky, but yeah. So BBC stage. Well, you know what's going to happen now, <laughs> don't you? You're going to be on the uh, Ukrainian hit list. Oh yeah. You've been paying attention to this, so. You can get a stamp, you know, because they're, aren't they? They're putting people on a list who are not supporting Ukraine properly. Well, so you guys could be starring on that, and this could Elevate, this could promote yeah. your work. Any you press know. is good press. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. go on. But We're, bless them. Bless the poor people there. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's yeah. Great. All right. Thanks for chatting. Yeah, yeah thank cheers, you. Brian. Nice one. Good. Cheers. And here follows their amazing set. When you're watching like that, the show goes on. Don't let you 
here is the interview with Inspector Veg and Brian. Okay. Well, we, we've just been, we've had a little break because we've done a few interviews. So we popped out on the veranda, a bit of fresh air. Uh, we did have a small glass of beer, which was very nice. And we've been chatting amongst ourselves about what a great event this has been. Time to start, restart the interviews. I'm not even going to pretend to say that I know what the name of the next man is. What's your name? Inspector Veg. Inspector Veg. Right. And music is, what style is it? Rap? I say it's grime music. Okay. Tell me, because I know nothing about this. Grime music. Give me a bit. Give me, give me a bit. Because just now you were away. You were giving the script. I say, if you ask me why I'm not wearing a mask, I'll ignore you because that's not even a question. I don't want to use my arms to put a no mask. That's long, man. I'd rather arrest them. The government did some illegal lockdown. So I made an EP exempt. I addressed them. They don't help. They just scare and test them. The key workers are still selling us poison. And that's what essential is. They don't want to open the bit about C19. None of that. So they censor it. They scared us into a self-imposed house arrest. I didn't see the sense in it. And didn't teach us how to build the immune system. And they didn't even mention it. Wow. So when did you start doing this? Just around before the lockdown started, I started writing about COVID-19 because they told us, I see Boris Johnson on the news and they started telling us we had to stay in our houses and we couldn't come out. Obviously, before that, I was doing Inspector Veg, doing clubs and festivals, frying lettuce and cucumbers and apples so and stuff like that. Off the Inspector stages. Veg was a different style, was it? Or Inspector Veg is just the name I was using before. I was using it to promote health at festivals and clubs. Right, okay. So I was looking at nutrition and stuff like that, and I was seeing that a lot of the stuff we was eating was processed food and was, was bad for the body, had a negative impact right. on our health. So when they, they, they did the lockdowns and they told us to come inside the house and we couldn't come out of the house, but the off-licenses were still open selling refined sugar, when refined sugar causes hyperactivity and leads to emotional instability, and we start our children on this. They're selling wheat with punches holes in your intestines, selling alcohol, which pulls minerals out of the body. So there was a lot of toxic products on the shelf during the lockdown. So when the government were telling us that that um, that they were trying to help us, I couldn't believe that because there were so many toxic products in the um, in the super stores that were still open. If they would have said, all right, it's lockdown now, get inside your house, we're not allowed to have refined sugar, you're not allowed cigarettes. I mean, cigarettes affect the lungs, didn't they? And during, they, they were saying that COVID-19 was affecting the lungs and you could still go and buy Benson hedges during the, the lockdown. So that didn't really make much sense to me and people were really scared, they were wearing masks. I mean, you breathe in oxygen, you breathe out carbon dioxide, they were telling us to wear a mask so you couldn't breathe out carbon dioxide, it's a waste product, so people are still breathing that in, and people are dehydrated anyway because of all the food that they're eating, processed food, people are not educated about nutrition, people are highly traumatised, they're still eating processed food, and you're telling people to wear masks, breathe in carbon dioxide, and just pumping people constantly with fear. So for me, that didn't make any sense, and I didn't think it was the right thing to do because all the big superstores were still open, as does Tesco, Sainsbury's, Morrison's, McDonald's, Burger King, where people were losing their little businesses, and were told they had to stay inside their houses. So for me, from what I know, I knew that wasn't right. Spiritually, it didn't feel right for me. So I didn't wear a mask once and I made this EP called Exempt. Then I made a new one called Still Exempt. Right. So so which came first? All, all the stuff you know about health, all the music. Were you already into music before? I was into music since I was 14 because <clears throat> when I was at school, we was going to radios and I was on the estate and people were playing the stuff we were we were 
the lyrics we were saying in yeah. the tower blocks and stuff like that from right. young. But then I started to get into health. I met a friend and I got into health and I started to look at nutrition and plants and herbs and stuff like that. So I started to try and use plants to heal myself a long time. And then I started to, I felt better as soon as I um, started to eat the plants and drink the herbs and fast and stuff like that. I used to feel better. So I used to go and pr promote health wow. for a long time. And I used to use music as the medium to promote health. Wow. And you're getting a reaction from people to, from doing that. If, if you, you get in front of a group of people and you, you do your music and you're putting this message across, yeah. do, they react, do they react? Do they come and ask you questions? Yeah, they, they react. I don't really do it for a reaction. I, I do it because it's what I know to be true. I see, yeah. I see um, what I grew up on. Like when I started to look in nutri into nutrition and I looked at what my parents fed me for the first 20 years of my life, I was actually horrified. And I looked at Mars bars and Watsits and crisps and yeah. not even just about animal products, about chicken dippers. And I was being fed animal products here, yeah? animals that have been treated really bad. Do you get what I'm saying? I'm not here to say the whole world's got to be vegan. That's not my message. But there wasn't just feeding me like animal product animals that have been treated yeah. well and had a decent life. They were feeding me, my parents were feeding me animals that are living in horrible conditions and feeding me sugar and giving me over to an education system. I found and the that, antibiotics. Yeah, in the animals yeah, and giving as me well. and taking yeah. antibiotics yeah. And, and giving me over to an education system. When I found out that the education system was designed to produce human beings whose behavior can be predicted and controlled, it was designed to regulate the poor. So I had ADHD and I was being kicked out. My dad was shouting at me because he's obviously high, highly traumatized because my dad comes from Ghana background so he he he's from Ghana so he had a lot of racial abuse so I was trying to fight off my dad's anger and, and at the same time whilst being pushed into school whilst being given processed food and stuff like that and I was lost and I was like selling drugs and, and robbing people and doing stuff like that so when I, I met a, a man and his mind was so elevated he was talking about religion and media and things like that and it inspired me to start looking into the truth what he was saying and when I started to look into the education system and I started looking into the food and I started walking into off licenses and shops and seeing all these things on the, on the, on the, um, on the shelves with e-numbers and, and, and cigarettes and all these things. I was like, this is insane. Do you get what I'm saying? That we're actually doing this, like the world is insane and look at what we're eating. So it, re it reflected that the, your food affects your mind and your emotions because that pipe that runs from your mouth to your backside sends signals to every system and tissue of your body. As does Tesco, Sainsbury's, Morrison, McDonald's and Burger Kings are destroying this pipe with all the stuff that they're feeding us. So we're, we're talking about the problems on the outside of the world, but what's going on inside, inside the GI tract, inside our bodies, the, the stuff that we're consuming. There's a correlation between the two. Do you get what I'm saying? So I started to realize that, think about it, the earth is a built in abundance. It just keeps giving, yeah? Mother earth is a built in abundance. Money creates the illusion of artificial scarcity, the illusion that there's not enough. So we're running around trying to thinking of ways of hoarding digits on a screen whilst eating garbage and drinking garbage. That's why the world is, is the way it is. Because we're supposed to be connected to nature. We're supposed to be living in nature. Do you get what I'm saying? Fruits are good for your brain, nerves, they clean tissues. Everywhere. Think of the UK, there should be app. And water's a key one of this, isn't yeah. it? Because I, I was talking earlier on with a couple of people and I said a few, um, about five years ago, I had two cocker spaniel dogs. Yeah. And one day they're scratching at the door to go out and I don't know why. Yeah. When they went outside, they went over and they were drinking water out of the plant sources. Yeah. But when I looked, there was water in their bowl. From that day, they wouldn't drink tap water. My two dogs wouldn't drink tap water. Yeah. And I thought, well, if the dogs are not drinking the water, I'm not going to drink it. That's so that's when we, we started to filter the water. And the moment we got a filter in the house, the dogs started drinking the water again. Yeah.
tap water, that's the body's nearly 80% water and water is sacred. So the, when I was a kid, I was drinking tap water, I was drinking Fanta, I was drinking, yeah, I was drinking yeah, yeah. Um, Coca-Cola, I was drinking Dr. Pepper, I was, I, 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 that's what I was drinking. And I was being, my dad was traumatised, shouting all the time, beating me and sending me off to the government monopoly schools. And I was being around loads of other kids and bullying and all type of stuff. And it's like, I, I was confused. Like, yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I was told by a French lady that w the worst drinks out of all the soft drinks are the blue ones. Yeah. And I can't remember why she said that, but she would always say, you know, you can drink this and it's not good for you and this is bad for you, but just don't go for the blue ones. So she, she was talking about something. She, she was an amazing French lady. She was fighting aspartame yeah. in, in, in stuff. And I got to say, it's sad. She died under mysterious circumstances in the south of France. But she took on the whole of the aspartame industry in France. Yeah, they're Great criminals. Woman. Yeah, like like people like Coca Cola, Dr Pepper, all these yeah. people, and they're selling all these fizzy drinks now. Those people are criminals. They're selling us these complex sugars, dressing them up in in, in shiny wrappers. So so because the child's brain identifies with these certain type of colours, what appear in nature, red, yellow, yeah. and that. They're putting them on shiny wrappers with with animals that are treating badly inside the wrappers, and then they're eating them. And then they're talking about oh. It's the science. It's the science. COVID-19, you've got to trust the scientists. Why don't you send the scientists into Asda, Tesco, Sainsbury's, Morrison's and start, and, and start letting them yeah. check how those chocolate bars interact with the human body and then see what the scientists come up with then if they want to keep talking about science all the time because that's yeah. not good for us. Yeah. It's the wrong chemistry for the human body. We should yeah. be giving children herbs. We should be giving children clean fruits. Food. We should be giving children clean food all the yeah. time and yeah. then see how they behave. If we start allowing children to be raised in communities where they're growing food, where they have polytunnels yeah. and, they're, and they're eating clean food and they have to get their feet on the earth and then we'll see how they behave then. Do you yeah. get what I'm saying? Yeah. Not having kids, uh, having children being given sweets and, and thrown over to the government, given over to government and government monopoly schools while their parents are thinking, how do I earn a living? How do I earn a living? What, find them in front of a TV and an iPhone. Yeah. Have you already played today? Yeah, yeah, I played uh, yesterday yeah. and then I played again today. Right, and so what, what were the songs that you played? Or, you know, did, do you have some specific ones that I you played, wanted to uh, get today, across? I played today, I did a little bit about fruit and vegetables and leave that junk on right. the shelf yeah. and stuff like that. I did it exempt TP. Uh, I did exempt, that's not about not wearing a mask, non-compliance, bust up your TVs, trample, no way and stuff like that. Stuff that is kind of COVID related because yeah. I just thought there was a liberty that day. They, they come out and just made people lose their mental health and suicide went up and uh, gas like now now you've lost your business because of COVID-19 you've got to be more dependent on the state and now gas electric and petrol everything's going up so it's not an inflation it's a starvation at the end of the day so don't forget about the story the story is COVID's happened there's something going from person to person you've got to lose your business and be dependent on the state now because something's going on in Ukraine everything's going up those are the stories but what is actually happening you're having less money yeah. you're being more dependent on the state and things are going up. So now you have less money and people are being injected and people are dying from what they're being injected with and mental health has gone up and suicide is going up and we're getting pushed to the side and global tech is coming forward, which means more technology. To me, yeah. that's serious. Yeah. And as a music artist, if you're not talking about that, then I don't know what you're doing. You're wasting your time. Wow. Brilliant. I, I'm going to say we had um, Right Said Fred yeah. sitting here yeah. um, a couple of hours ago now, wasn't it? And I, I said to them at the end, what, what's your message for other people in the music industry? And they said, grow some balls.
because they wanted other people in the music industry to tell the truth about what was going on, yeah. and that's what you're doing. Yeah. Yeah, brilliant. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say, well done. It's, it's great. Thank you. Bust up your TV, bust up your TV, TV. Bust up your TV, bust up your TV, bust up your TV, TV. They say that we gotta stay home, save lives. That's their narrative, I'm not sure. Pandemic. I think they wanna use fear to control us. They get us mad so they can bring martial law. I quit smoking, but two months into COVID. I was so stressed that I had to pick up a drone. It was crazy if it was like the water. It's gone mad, mate. I can't post to this year, and I can't act like I don't notice this. They got my people under some hand sanitizing to me, a psychosis. Yeah, and nobody don't understand close to me. And here follows Inspector Veggie's inspiring set. Gotta do my job, I man, I'm always ready. Especially that sex with a carnivore machine, had it with a vegan or a veggie. Fruits in the day, salad in the night, seen a squash ball with a wide ride. I eat electric food, so I don't eat very curry. In the summertime comes, I'll be climbing trees while foraging berries. Don't fuck with a big hybrid tomatoes, only fuck with a plum and cherry. I was all blocked up full of mucus, so I started following areas to me. I was brought back then, but my polar was. Leave that junk on the shelf, yeah, leave that junk on the shelf, shelf. Leave that junk on the shelf, yeah, leave that junk on the shelf, shelf. Leave that junk on the shelf, yeah, leave that junk on the shelf. No fruit, fish, nuts, or demons, poison, but you know, girl, I'm again. You better leave that junk. What nobody, nobody needs that junk. Yeah, you better leave that junk. I'm gonna take my cash when I went in the shop. I only use cash, not card. I won't wear the mask on trains and buses. The supermarket ain't super. I won't stand in the queue because that's where the sugar and pus is. You want to keep pussy hydrated today, they're turning us all into druggies. I said the media, they're full of sick guys. I can't see you smile with a mask on. Some people are just too far gone. When you don't all rise up like a hard on. Got a few tracks, I need to put bars on. Two tracks, I need to get laid. I don't need to be tracked and great. I got paid to put a fact in your face. There's a whole lot of truth, we can all embrace. Trample on their evil intentions, intentions like Trample on their evil intentions, intentions like Trample on their evil intentions, intentions like Every time I live around, I look in spirit and life And the truth doesn't get mentioned like Thank you very much people, that was a good trample I'm not wearing a mask, you get there because that's not even a question I don't want to use my arms, I've got a long pass and long man I'd rather rest them, I'm a man, it's not a legal lockdown So I'm an AP, it's a rest them they say that we gotta stay home, save lives. That's their narrative, I'm not sure. Pandemic. I think they wanna use fear to control. Unless they get us mad so they can bring martial law I quit smoking but two months into Covid yeah. I was so stressed that I had to pick up a drone It was crazy if it was like the water It's gone mad mate I can't post to this year And I can't act like I don't notice this They got my people under some hand sanitizing to me a psychosis Yeah, I know but they don't understand Here is the interview with Paul Terry and Brian Okay, well, I'm now joined by uh, Paul, and I'm I'm feeling comfortable about this because he's got his name on his T-shirt. <laughs> but their time is running out is the big banner. Paul, tell me about your T-shirt first. 
Well, um, in, in um, January this year, I just wrote this tune and I was a little bit inspired by the Beatles at the time. I'd just been watching this, uh, you know, the, the Let It Be sort of footage all coming out. And I was thinking, oh, you know, I really need to just write some more songs. And uh, I tend to write sort of instrumental music. And uh, although I have written songs in the past, and I thought, right, let's get the guitar, just uh, work, work with some chords. And I felt I really wanted to speak out to um, speak out to all of the people that are in the same situation as me and use what skills I have. I'm not like a great speaker. I don't, you know, I, I can't sort of like express myself so eloquently as some people, but music is my thing. So we came out and uh, we produced this piece, you know, all sort of like home, home done, made a video on Brighton Beach, uh, which is where I live. And we did it all in the um, space of a couple of months. And, uh, wow. and uh, Mark Devlin helped uh, to promote it. And uh, we got some T-shirts done as well. Yeah, br brilliant. <laughs> okay. Music is a language, isn't it? So, Absolutely. You know, it's very powerful. Powerful. And, and I think it's been one of the really great things that we've been seeing happen, that mm. uh, we're trying to get a message out about what's happening in the world, what's happening in this country, the things that aren't right. And you say, how do you get that message across? Yeah. A lot of people early on said great to use humour Yeah. because um, that breaks down barriers. But the yeah. other thing that that affects people and works with all people is is music isn't it definitely yeah, yeah. you can go to like two-hour seminars sort of like um with people sort of like giving you all of this truth but uh, a song can be so powerful it can just it just it, it can it can make a message a very simple message come through with so much more power yeah i find yeah i i was um I was talking to some people early on this morning and we, we, were, talk, we were talking about violin music. Oh. And I, I was fascinated. There's an Ameri uh, American uh, violinist, concert violinist called Hilary Hahn. Oh, yeah. And there's a little YouTube clip where she talks about going into really, really rough American schools. Mm. And she said, I can go into a hall and the kids are shouting and swearing and there's mayhem. And she said, if I just get my violin out and I start playing Bach, it goes quiet. Yeah. But the interesting thing is, she said, it's only when I play Bach. This oh, is what she said. Right, right. And right. I just found this fascinating that she just yeah. starts playing the music and all of a sudden the mood of the children changes. Right. Yeah, why, so, do you, why do you think that might be? Well, I, I think because you've got two levels to it. You've got the frequency of the music and yeah. I think there's something... Something spiritual there. Yeah, I think it just You're kind connecting of reaches, with reaches into your soul. Yeah, with that words just perhaps can't do. Yeah, so you you were reassured when you sat down because there was a piano behind. There's you. a piano. So yeah. So what's the significance of the piano? Uh, me and the piano, you know, we're we're good friends. Okay. <laughs> so so that, I play the piano. Yeah, I play the that, piano and guitar as well. Okay. So yeah. So. You were playing earlier this morning, weren't and you? And you were there. Right. So yeah. tell, tell us about that music and what, what you were doing. Yeah. So I've uh, just started up um, a new ensemble with uh, some friends and uh, called the Freedom Ensemble. And uh, one of the criteria is, is that uh, people that join uh, need to be unjabbed. It's uh, just one of the shedding things that... Uh, I've, I've been finding that friends that are in orchestras just don't want to go to orchestras because they feel um, they feel that uh, I don't know. The, the, I don't know. Oh, 
Here we are. Lost, lost words, but uh, they feel the, the negative effects of shedding from people that have had the vaccination right. um, in orchestra. So they're just looking for some safe place. So with me, you know, I'm classically trained and I write music down right. and I just saw this as a great opportunity for me to write music for whoever wants to join the ensemble. Yeah. So, and, yeah. and your music was, was I, I was fascinated this morning because when I walked down the field, I heard the music, yeah. and I'm going to say it sounded a bit classically, yeah, <laughs> classical. Definitely yeah. it is, yeah. And, and then and then I was a bit surprised, because I didn't expect to hear that sort of music, and then mm. I thought it was a recording, and then I saw that there were people playing. Oh. So I, I, I looked at the little stage and you guys playing, but then I was looking at the faces of the people mm. watching and they were totally captivated oh. by that by the, by the music. It was really oh. interesting. Oh, that's so good to hear. Yeah. And and I can't quite remember what who did you have on stage? You had a couple of violins or three yeah. violins. Oh, actually, yes, yeah. so there's two, a couple of violins, a couple of violas, yeah. um, electric bass, and uh, myself on piano and synthesizer. And uh, I sung for just one song. Uh, which is, uh, I released this track of uh, just a cover of Golden Slumbers earlier this year, um, right. so, which is available on iTunes and uh, yeah. Amazon, <laughs> etc. You're a complete safe. So yeah. is this actually? That's, uh, we've done a lovely video on, on yeah. YouTube. Yeah. So um, those people, you, you brought all of them together to, to do that? Um, well, it was a combination because um, I put out an advert on Telegram saying orchestral players needed, string players, brass, um, just needs right. a little bit of orchestral experience. But for a Sussex-based ensemble uh, for in a jab-free environment. <laughs> right. so, That's so, quite an advert, isn't I it? I know. Yeah, a bit risky. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a bit risky. And, uh, yeah, we just got people uh, getting in touch. And uh, we're looking for more as well. Right. So how much practice had you done before you did that? Is, is it a gig if it's classical? You call it a gig. Yeah, yeah right. it is a gig or a concert. It's the same thing, Whatever. really, interchangeable. Right. And this was actually our first first concert gig. Right. And, uh, and we, so we've been uh, practicing really, really hard over the last couple of months. Yeah. And, uh, and actually, one player only just joined a couple of days ago on bass. So right. he joined us for the Golden Slumbers. That's Dan, who's uh, in the room here as well. <laughs> yeah, brilliant. Yeah. Okay, mm. so you've got, you've got a, an audience uh, there that you're speaking to at the moment. What would you yeah. like to say to the audience yeah. about your music and what's happening in the world? Just All a right. little short. Yeah, so in the last couple of weeks, we've just been getting loads of invitations to play in festivals and gigs which are sort of aligned to our, our aligned to our thoughts on what's going on at the moment. Yeah. And uh, if you want to find out more, just go to uh, www.paulgterry.com and uh, and I'll put some I'll, I'll put some events there and I'll also put some footage of uh, what we what we saw today, which is you know first first concert, so it's nice great. nice great. to have some footage, and we're going to send some stuff uh, to you as well, so so that Brilliant. maybe you might, yeah, as you're saying, to to play out some of the credits. Yeah, so absolutely, like. lovely. Yeah, oh, fantastic. Well, great. Thank you for joining me. And thank My you pleasure. For telling us about your music. Lovely to meet you okay. as well, Brian. Thanks, yeah, Paul. thank you very much.
and here follows the incredibly moving set from Paul Terry and the Freedom Ensemble.
here is the interview with Tim Briffer and Brian. Okay, I'm joined by Tim. Tim and I haven't spoken before, so for the audience, I'm going to be learning as much about Tim now as you will be learning. Where have you come from? London. Okay. West how, London. How was it? What was the trip like? Uh, uh, well, once I got, you know, I got a lift, it was fine, but uh, trying to arrange the lift was, was quite... was a, tricky. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Uh, yeah, and the trains and all that. Yeah. yeah, there's been lots of different experiences actually, but I'm I'm going to say we had the worst trip because it was nine hours for us. Three hours. Nine hours oh, from Plymouth. From, from Plymouth to oh, uh, God, really? yeah, because there was a few problems. So sob stories. We've done it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What sort of music are you going to play? Well, I've already just played actually. Okay. Um, it's I'd say solo. I normally play in a band called My Drug Hell, but I, I did a solo thing. Which is sort of acoustic-y, I don't quite know how to describe it, but it's uh, singer-songwriter stuff. Some of it's kind of political, some of it, mostly it's just, I don't know, it's a mishmash. Of what, whatever you feel you feel is right. Yeah. yeah, some of the songs are kind of funny, some are theatrical-ish, some are sort of folk-ish. It's really hard to sort of put it in right. a category because they're all kind of different. Some are a couple of covers and rewrites as yeah. we've written Give Me Some Truth, John Lennon's track which i wrote for the vax thing i rewrote about attacking piers morgan and all the right. prostitutes um yeah so i did that yeah so have others. you been in music since you were young yep so it's, yep it's yeah, a big thing yeah i uh got on a train when i was 17 to london first day my doll check came through i just said hi to my parents as i'm off to london right. <laughs> within an hour got on a train so i'm off to make it music <laughs> <laughs> well, well, come on, come on then. Tell, tell us, just give us a few key points. Oh, how God. did that develop? Well, how did it develop? Um, I got mugged three days after arriving, lost all my money. So I was left with 30p. I've tried to score some uh, stuff uh, on, on the road, on the All Saints Road, which is very dangerous then. So I got mugged, like say, and I thought, you know, and then I sort of got a lift to my, where I was staying, hopped the tube with it with my guitar, went busking, got enough money to survive for a couple of day, days, then got a bar job, even though I was under age to work in a bar, and gradually got back on my feet, and then uh, squatted, uh, then joined a punk band, and then eventually got kicked out of the punk band. We did an album, and then uh, formed my own band, because I got kicked out, and I thought, well, that way I won't get kicked out if I form my own band. Um, they can't kick me out. And uh, then we ended up uh, doing a record, and eventually and then the song got used in a beer advert, and sort of kind of came good, but then the band sort of screwed up because the drummer left like they do. And uh, then the record label went bust and, uh, and then I reformed the band. And then, and then it's just been like that all along, but like with right. sort of good bits and then yeah. trust. And you've, you've seen it all because you started out at zero and-, and Kind of, yeah, and, yeah. I mean, you know, I haven't seen the, the dizzying heights exactly, but I, I've been sort yeah. of within throwing distance. Yeah, okay. So, so what, You've just played. What did you play? Was it a part it's, of a... It's just a bunch of songs. Uh, like I say, some I've written in the last two years, sort of a lockdown songs. Yeah. Uh, some are just of, like a couple of Jacques Brel songs. I'm, I'm, I'm quite a fan of him. I don't know if you know him, but he's very theatrical. And I rewrote one of them or retranslated one of them. He's, he's saying in French. Um, but yeah, there's sort of just a mix. of like I, I tend to sort of write a song. I never, I don't sort of have a formula, if you know what I mean. I sort of... Each song is just like a, a starting from scratch, as far as I'm concerned. I just write, I might write a funny song or a really heavy song yeah. or whatever. I, and I don't have a sort of a style exactly, if you know what I mean. I just, like Ray Davis is probably my favorite songwriter. It comes to you. It yeah. Comes in your it, head. It, it, yeah, exactly. I and mean, it's kind of it. You know, if, if it's going well, they kind of write themselves. You just try yeah. not to get in the way and just try yeah. to, it's like being a secretary. You hear, hear bits 
I always think it's like a secretary taking notes down a, a dodgy phone. You know, there's a bit of a broken phone line. You hear a bit of it, and the, the guy, the boss, is saying, oh, and he kind of piece it all together, and you, go, and you get these bits, and then he needs to go, I definitely need to put this in there. I, don't I know what the ending's got to be, and I've got this bit of melody line, and, and, and you're sort of just left to assemble it yourself. Yeah. Yeah. And at the end, you sort of do this, and sometimes it can be really fast. I've, I've, the song that we had got using a beer advert, I, it's called Girl at the Bus Stop. I wrote it in 30 minutes. I met a girl at the bus stop, tried to chat her up. She turned me down. I wrote back, came back home. I thought, that's a good idea for a song. Girl at the bus stop, talking French to a girlfriend on the bench. I had my head in the book. I'd lost my place when I took a look. And then I sort of developed yeah. that. And I, I had the whole thing written and recorded. Well, written in about 30 minutes. I'd recorded all the parts in an hour. And then recorded it only to give her as a cassette. So I made a cassette just to give to this girl at the bus yeah. stop. And that's all I did it for. And then it ended up getting me a record deal, then get used a beer event, then three films. And the whole thing was just, just came in just, just, you know, more or less heard wow. bits and, you know. So it's a really so, mysterious process. So which comes first, then the lyrics or the music? The check, in- as they say. <laughs> the old joke. Um, yeah. <laughs> it, 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 it can yeah. be either, you know. I don't know if you, the guy before was just talking about the Get Back film. I don't know if you saw it, the, 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 the Let It Be yeah. footage of the Beatles that got re, redone and came out this year. No, uh, and it's really interesting watching them create because there isn't a formula. If, if you, especially if you, you're yeah. working on inspiration, you know, you can see Paul McCartney, he starts to get back with just a, an idea for a bass line. It's, it's one note like, and one chord, like the A to D. And you think that's not going to be anything. And he's obviously got some seed in his head. And it he grows just, from there. And then, then he got, he got some bits of lyrics from the newspapers that had come out, story of Enoch Powell. And then yeah. it became, then he got this kind of get back. And it's a, it's a, fat, it's a comedy song initially. It's taking the piss out of Neil, Enoch Powell. It's called Commonwealth Song. And it was, yeah. and then, and then it evolved. Then he had get back to where you once belong. And then that, of course, then they go, well, yeah, the comedy's not really working. And they, they worked it by, I think, intuition into this masterpiece. And then other songs, like the Long and Winding Road, you see them yeah, composing yeah, that. Yeah, and yeah. the title, he's playing this piano piece. Yeah. And it's just, it's all, got most of the music down. And then the roadie comes up and says, yeah. that reminds me of, uh, he just seen Wizard of Oz. And he says, it's like the, 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 the yellow brick road. Yeah. And he, the roadie says that to him. And, and he doesn't say anything. And obviously, yellow brick road must have gone in his head. And yeah. then it became the long and winding road. Yeah. And you see that he's taking ideas from air, air, anywhere, musical yeah. ideas. And that, that's, that's how it is, I think, if you're working on inspiration. So you just take it, you're just like a sponge. You just take, yeah. so it could be a melody line, it could be a title, it could be someone, a mood. You could see someone with an expression. You could just suddenly, that gets you flowing. It's just so, you, there isn't a formula. No. Okay. It works. You're, you're doing it and you're producing the material. Yeah. And it works. Yeah. That's a key, key thing. I had a little bit in my head there. I watched a, um, uh, a little clip about the Beatles making one of the tracks. I hope I'm not going to mess this up, but um, they, they produced bits of, of the song. Yeah. Um, but one bit of it was not in the right, it was just slightly out of key when they did it. And well, this then, probably feels forever. Uh, could have been, but they end, they ended up. Some Editing. guy did a miracle. To yeah, that probably feels forever. Change. They had the two speed. versions. They yeah. had a, they had a version that was an electric version and an acoustic version. They right. did two takes of it. They, they started yeah. with the acoustic version, ish yeah. acoustic, yeah. and then they did this really produced one. And then John yeah. Lennon, when he listened to them after having finished, he said, "You know what? I like. I kind of like both of them. Can, yeah, why don't you just use merge. the beginning of one to the other?" Yeah. And, says, and George Martin goes. Well, we can't. They're in different keys. They're in yeah. different tempos. So yeah. we can't. Ma- we can't just edit them together. Yeah. And and he goes, "Oh, you'll sort it out, George." And then left for the night. Yeah. And then George Martin and the engineer yeah. go, "What the hell? How the hell are we going to do this?" So they then, th- oh, maybe if we speed up the first yeah. one, 
Then we get the tempo match, and they did that. So they sped up one, slowed down the other, which then meant the pitch dropped from one and the pitch raised from the other, yeah. and magically the two yeah. meet. Yeah. And you can hear the edit on that, by the way. I, I don't, this is one of those things that once you hear it, you'll never unhear it. Yeah. And I'm going to tell you, so spoiler alert, if you don't want to hear Strawberry Fields Forever the same way again, do that for a minute. <laughs> it's at one minute in, you hear the edit. And it goes, let me take you down. And, and there's the bit, and it's clearly the horns come in. And you can tell it's a completely different take. Right. But until you, someone points it out, you just don't notice it. And it's magic. Yeah. It's again, like the sort of, it's like the gods were working with them. It just, it yeah. defies all, all, all logic, all maths. And somehow it worked. And it's, and it's yeah. just, it's just so great, you know. Yeah. Brilliant. So we've had a, we've had a little discussion about how music works and doesn't work. Yeah. And it's here in this location in a field. Yeah. battle in Hastings. I'm going to say thank you very much. Thank Brilliant. you. Thank you. Cheers. Tim Briffer's rather entertaining set. Oh, I can see them now, clutching their handkerchiefs and blowing me a kiss, discreetly asking how. How come he died so young? Or was he very old? The body's still warm? Or is it already cold? Well, doors are open wide, they go around inside. My desk, my drawers, my trunk, there's nothing left to hide. Some love letters are there, a few old photographs. They've laid my soul to bear, and all they do is laugh. Oh, I can see them now. Clutching their handkerchiefs and blowing me a kiss. <laughs> I can see them now, so formal and so stiff, like a sergeant at arms at a policeman's ball. Now everybody's pushing to be the first in line, their hearts upon their sleeves like a discount Valentine. The old women are there too, too old to give a damn. They've even brought the kids who don't know who I am. They're thinking of the price of my funeral bouquet. But the thinking isn't nice, for now they will have to pay. Ha, 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 Oh, I see all of you, all of my phony friends, who can't wait till it's finished, who can't wait till it ends. Oh, I see all of you, you've been laughing all these years. Now all that you have left is crocodile tears. But you don't realize you're entering your hell as you leave my cemetery. Though you think you're doing well with that one who's by your side, you're as proud as you can be. But she's gonna make you cry, but not the way you cry for me. Ha 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 ha. Oh, I can see me now, so cold and so alone, as the flowers slowly die in my field of little bones. Oh, I can see me now, in my final resting spot, as I think about my life and contemplate my lot. It's not what I deserve No wine, no girls, no pleasures They really have a nerve When they say we must be careful And our money we must save There's nothing left for us When we're dead in our graves Ha 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 ha
the deaths of hearing things from grandiose bellicose sanctimonious hypocrites all I want is the truth just give me some truth I've had enough of reading stuff by a lot of stepping farmer funded crap photosocialists all I want is the truth just give me some truth no jumped up control journalistic wannabe he's got a right to lecture anyone while in the pocket of gates Watching scenes are framed in bat and wheel state sanctions of the room. All I want is the truth. Just give me some truth. I'm up to here with lies and spears to justify stealing rights and medical tyranny. All I want is the truth. Just give me some truth. No jumped out, sold out, screwed of the elites. Gonna lecture me on anything when they don't even practice what they preach. You're all a bunch of freaks. Since they put us in the lockdown, 
He laid me off and things are not quite so good now So I moved in with Jack from next door Jim has to slash the wrist and can't take a no more I hate the lockdown, fucking lockdown I hate the lockdown, will it ever fucking end now? another Jabral song which I translated to my, to my own translation because the, the famous one is not fully accurate it's fairly accurate Set World War one or two in a whorehouse for soldiers that loses as a concert that loses virginity To lose my innocence in an army cap or devil. Next! Next! Me, what I would have liked, at least a bit of tenderness. I just lay there for a little. Oh no. Next. I swear he could have put the entire army out of action. Now I swear upon the head of my first case of VD that there's another voice forever haunting me. Next! Next! It's the voice of food blunts with whiskey on his breath. It's the voice of every leader sending men out to their deaths. You seem quite reassured beneath my feeble arms. I know what they're really thinking. Next. Next. Sometimes I'll wake up screaming in the middle of the night. And all the followers of the world should join hands and unite. Next. Next. And when my madness passes well, I try to tell myself. It's more to me to be followed than to follow someone else. If I should ever have to return to this wicked world, my friend, I've seen a comeback as a cripple, or none will be hung and have to hear that word again. In the woods tonight, just spectres, spooks with nothing better to do. If you've been good, they'll not bother you. Witches on their broomsticks, tapping at the windows, spiders in your slippers, and in the bedclothes, cats in the 
Child, rest your sleepy little head. Forget about the bugs at the bottom of your bed. And try to ignore their beady little eyes. And pray to God that they've been fed. Witches on their broomsticks, tapping at the windows. Spiders in your slippers and in the bedclothes. Bats in the bathroom, rats beneath the floorboards. Little one. Hush, little child, there's nothing to fear. If you ate your cabbage and washed behind your ears, and when you said your prayers, I hope you didn't ask for money. There's nothing the bogeyman don't hear. Witches on their broomsticks, tapping at the windows, spiders in your slippers, and in the Gonna sing you a lullaby tucked in and warm. Better to be safe than sorry. Our daddy's just putting out the lights. Daddy's just putting out the lights. from Jam for Freedom and Brian. Campbell, thank you for joining me. You're very welcome. Lovely to meet you, Brian. Okay. I know nothing about you, apart from the fact you're a musician and you're here jamming for freedom. Yeah. So tell us a bit about yourself. Uh, how did you start playing music? How did you get here? Yeah. Um, so I started bringing music to parks in summer 2020 when the lockdowns happened as a way to give musicians uh, a bit of an income through donations. Um, I'm also a musician, as you, as you said, um, and really help their mental health and, and help connect with people back when most of us were still trying to work out what was going on, you know, and wondering why, uh, you know, a flu was taking a few months of locking down people. Yeah. Um, and that was called the outside jam. And we did jam every week, almost every week. Um, in, in the summer. And where, um, where was this you were doing that? This was mainly in London. So I was living in London. I was working a job nine to five yeah. um, from, from my house. And then I was going out on the Saturdays or the Sundays and bringing this music to the parks. Because obviously as a musician, I, I, couldn't, 
I couldn't go out and work. I used to yeah. play in Leicester Square and Trafalgar, Trafalgar Square, busking, making you know a good amount of money uh, with a few hours of busking, um, and I used that money actually um, to fund a, a functions band to play in weddings, right. which was all set up and it was ready to be launched on March 2020. Yeah. And conveniently, March 2020 mm. was when uh, the UK government decided to, to lock everyone down. So I started the Outside Jam as a response to that. Um, and then what happened is is the government then told people they needed to, uh, you know, stay inside again and force businesses to close on December yeah. 20th. And when I heard that news on the night before, December 19th, I was getting my hair cut as a bit of a pick-me-up. You know, it was crazy times. That winter was depressing, man. Got my hair cut. And for some reason, the uh, the barbershop had Sky News on. And, you know, everyone's bloody addicted to the TVs. But Boris Johnson goes, all businesses, non-essential, must close tomorrow, December 20th. And I and I went, man, you need to stay open. You need to do what the great reopening are doing. All, open your businesses stronger together. Um, and then I went home and I went, did a video to, to my followers on, on social media and to all my musician friends. I said, guys... We need to jam for freedom. We need to get outside and we need to play music and we need to spread that hope and we need to spread that truth and we need to end this. We need to do it collectively together. And so I went out that next day, December 20th, the day of the national lockdowns, um, tier four in London and Hampstead Heath. And I couldn't find barely any musicians that wanted to come out, text everyone on my contact list. This has been a theme with people I've talked to today. Yeah. Is they're saying... They're all stunned at how little passion there was from other musicians to actually speak out about what was happening. Yeah, there's a lot of court jesters yeah. out there and and a lot of musicians are, you know, I don't know what to say. I mean, they're just they're trying to just 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 make it by and the music industry is difficult because there's not many there's not many gigs um, and there's not many paid opportunities. Yeah. And there's a, there's a, there's a feeling of uh, of not being appreciated because, you know, as an artist, your work. Uh, its value depends on on the other person and their reaction to it, and so uh, the value of an artist really depends on on the economy around it uh, to, to an extent. Um, and I guess that comes with you know a lot of mental health issues within musicians. A lot of them getting involved in drugs and depression, and you know, and feeling that they're the best in the whole world, and this kind of you know entitlement to a degree so there's there's a lot of things going on behind the scenes but then you've got a lot of the big musicians that are tied to record labels um, who are tied to nefarious you know rockefellers hollywood you know the democratic party of america they are controlled they're fully controlled they can't step out because they will lose everything you know and who knows what debts these people have got and and what they've been up to to behind closed doors but i'm i'm not part of that at all you know i'm a young musician that went to the streets um and, and, and brought what, what, brought the music out there what are you playing i'm a drummer and a singer right um i wasn't a singer until i started jam for freedom because i couldn't find any singers so i had oh, to right. teach myself that um but yeah since then um we've we've performed um we've got 15 international chapters and growing all right so yeah. we we is what you playing with some other people or this is a network of it's people? it's an organization across the world jam for freedom right. as you can see on, on the uh yeah brilliant the art yeah. i designed my my initial vision was you know all the musicians around the world from wherever they are whatever they play get out and and, and spread the message yeah um but but since then um you know my vision was always that it would be international and and that has 
being being realized we we have chapters in america in in europe in uh south america in australia um there was a jam about 12 hours 12 hours ago in in perth western australia wow. a jam right. for freedom so so as a as a movement it's it's helped inspire musicians to go out to spread the truth and to connect and network with other musicians and and you know, there's countless stories of, of bands and musicians that have met through Jam for Freedom and gone on to create their own their own band um, or join up with other bands, which which right. then creates this. So this this is a pretty yeah. amazing story, isn't it? Because you're mm. one guy and you just decided to actually stand up and do something, and it's now spreading. I had the yeah. energy. I had I had the momentum yeah. because I'd I'd just come back from from traveling, learning martial arts, and living in Japan, living in Australia. Um, I was quite uh, politically uh, in in the know about the world and and you know and about the corruption, um, and I had that that energy to just to just get out there and do something, yeah. and I didn't care because I'd already lost friends for being politically incorrect. I went, you know what? I'll lose some <laughs> yeah, more. Let's we, go and do it. I think a lot of us have been there. Yeah, yeah. the so-called friends who disappear when it's when it gets tough. When it gets tough, it is tough. Yeah. It is tough. There's a lot of a lot, lot to, lot to break down. But at the end of the day, you've got to do what's right, and you've got to, to follow the truth, and that is the most rewarding life. Yeah. And I've had an incredible journey the last couple of years with Jam for Freedom. Yeah. It's been unbelievable. I just so it's how, a dream. How, how have people reacted to you? You're playing. If you, if you're out in the parks and you're playing where other people aren't out and about, how, how, how do people react to you? Um, well, it, there's been different stages. When we initially started, it was, it was like. It was it was love or it was hate. Right. It was lar- that was the large percentage, and there was a, I'd say twenty percent that were kind of a bit like, hmm, what's going on? Um, and then as it's as it's gone on, uh, it's kind of been the same. But but what Jam for Freedom, you know, Jam for Freedom has played some massive shows in like Hyde Park at the end of the Freedom rallies, um, where we've had twenty three riot police vans. We've had police follow us. I've been arrested, charged for for organizing an event which i did not organize um had to go to court for that um but there's but the support we've got is unbelievable we've had people like eric clapton van morrison support us um eric clapton featured us in his music video for this has got to stop which helped us grow exponentially wow. and um he lent us his tour bus we we're actually in plymouth um and we had his tour bus and i I wish you guys had come. When, when was that? Oh, this was. We, well, we've been to Devon a few times, but but we were in Plymouth on one tour. I've actually got a few flyers here. Yeah. Um, Go on. This flash, was, that, flash that in front of the camera. Yeah. So, so I'll show you our. First, I've got a couple. This is our first. This is our first flyer. From um, this is like vintage almost now, <laughs> from uh, January, February, March, and then that's kind of on the back shows about you know some information it's quite blurred but essentially it's freedom is your right end lockdowns facts over fear save our children let us work allow us treatment and appointments open our gyms protect our health and so much more and that was what you know we were just handing these out you know guys check this out you know child abuse is going up but but that that's our first fly when we went to We what what happened then is we then fundraised to get a, uh, a motorhome, like for rent, and so we rented a motorhome for a few weeks 
in the peak of lockdowns when you were told that you couldn't go out more than eight miles or whatever right, rubbish yeah, they were yeah. telling people. So we got the motorhome. And I think this is the tour that we um, that we did. And I think Plymouth is on there. But we, we played by the... Um, the lighthouse. I can't remember what yeah, name. On the hoe. Yeah, the we hoe, played yeah. on the hoe. Yeah, um, and that that was that was a bit difficult because there was um, obviously we don't ask for, for permission. We we have permission from the people. That's the way we operate. But there were people that came to to watch us that didn't know what we were about. And then I'd go and sit down and say, "Hi, you know, would you have for freedom? Here's a bit of information on why lockdowns yeah. don't work." And, and did you get any hassle from the local authority? We didn't. We didn't on that on that occasion. No, um, you know we, we're totally yeah. peaceful. And so, so the times that we've we've had hassle, often they've been provoked by unnecessary, uh, you know, police aggression. Yeah. So the police um, turned up today, I understand, and wanted to do a check on the site, but they were persuaded this was unnecessary. And they went away. So that was a pretty that's, good... That's correct. Yeah, that, yeah, that's how it should be. And, and and at the end of the day, you know, when we jam for freedom, we don't just jam for the general public, but we jam, you know, for, for police and armed forces. You know, they really should know about what's going on in the yeah. world, about the, the risks to their mental health, about what's going on around them, about about the rights that that's, that are being infringed on uh, themselves. Um, so, you know, we're not, we're not anti-police. We're not anti anybody really we're just pro-freedom you know yeah. we're not anti-vax we're vaccine yeah. free and getting people know. to think getting people to think things through yes. themselves yeah it's a big thing yeah and getting the next yeah. generation involved children come up and perform with us so um we we try and we try and get everyone involved and uh and and bring yeah, good vibes as, as we say so so yeah. have you already done something today or you got something coming up uh we we've got um, a jam for freedom space so people are coming and jamming and, and hanging out uh, right. all day but tomorrow we'll be we'll be uh playing a finale with our mega band which is which is a band compromise of of eight nine fantastic members that have come from all over england to perform um who have toured with us on different yeah. gigs and played with us in big shows like in hyde park and um yeah so so that'll be that'll be um That'll be happening on yeah, the main great. stage tomorrow. Great. So last message for the audience at the other side of the camera there. What, what would you like to, to tell people about how to find you? Where, where do they go to look for on the internet? What would you like people to do to support thank you? Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Um, well, you can find us at jamforfreedom.com. We're on all the social medias. We've got a Telegram page as well. Um, and yeah, if you want to support us in any way possible, you know, we do just do it completely for free. Um, so, you know, you could become a member, you can donate, you can buy T-shirts, buy hoodies. Um, we've got music for sale on the website as well. Um, and just share our stuff because obviously we're shadow banned. Um, but we are currently, this is actually the final gig of our UK tour. Um, and after that, we have a tour of the USA and Canada happening. Um, wow. So stay tuned. That's going to be the next step. Are you going to be able to interact with the trucker community? Because that, to me, seems the logical place to... Yes. Yeah, yeah, we're going to be on tour with um, a musician called uh, Funky Fathers, who uh, has played with the, uh, the the Freedom Truckers Convoy in America, right. wow. um, and we have connections with with uh, with musicians that, that, have, that have been involved. So, yeah, it's it's going to be a, a great journey, and it's been an amazing journey. And I'm just super thankful for everyone that's that's helped us, and yeah. you know, put us up in their houses when we turned up in, in different cities and didn't know anyone, and just made a shout out, and they put us up and. 
all the musicians that have got involved because it's yeah. It's so this incredible. restores faith in people, doesn't it, and human nature and how people really are when they're left alone to get on with their lives. They're actually quite nice people. Yeah, yeah, yeah of course they are. Yeah, yeah, we have an abundance of food um, and land and health um, available for us. So uh, there's 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 no there's no reason why we why we can't all get along. Um, and hopefully that we hopefully we can we can bring that bring that to people that that idea of leave the people alone to make their own decisions yeah um, and respect each other's sovereignty and the world will be and enjoy life yeah. yes great yeah thank you brilliant thanks for talking with me appreciate it bye. thank you for yeah. your time bye bye thank you. uplifting set from Campbell and Jam for Freedom.
the highlights from this year's Freedom Music Festival. We hope you've really enjoyed reliving the amazing event and if you came along and had the best time we hope you will join us for future events in 2023. There are plenty to attend and get involved with so if you, if you aren't on our mailing list and you aren't receiving our emails then please do visit our website www.hopesussex.co.uk and we will get you on there and you can find out exactly what we're up to in 2023.